Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, and if you don't know already, I'm a certified hypnotherapist, high-performance coach, been in business for going on 19 years now. I love my job, and what I do is use the tool of hypnosis to help people change their minds. Hypnosis, if you don't know, is a state of suggestibility which simply means that when you're in hypnosis, your mind is open to suggestion. Now, when you're in hypnosis, you're awake, you're aware, and fully in control. And one of the hardest parts of my job is convincing people that hypnosis is a real thing and not like the TV and the movies. And I can pretty much assure you that anybody that has achieved any level of super performance or excellence in sports or entertainment or business They have used some type of hypnosis, maybe self-hypnosis, maybe they went to a hypnotherapist, maybe they did guided imagery. So it's a powerful tool. And if it's a tool you think you want to explore, then I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the podcast. But for now, let's get into our topic, self-cultivation. I was working with a client not too long ago, and we had a few sessions under our belt already. And one day when we were having a conversation, she said, you know what I really want? She said, I want to cultivate myself. She said, I want to reconnect with who I really am. I want self-cultivation. And I'd never really heard that term before. I'd never really heard anybody say that. I mean, I've heard self-development, self-transformation, but the self-cultivation, the way she said it, made me think about my garden. Now, I have a garden, and it's <laughs> it's a cactus garden. It's succulents, right? So it's not a bunch of beautiful flowers, although I have nothing against beautiful flowers. But I have all these cactus and kind of like succulent plants that I've had for years Some even belong to my grandmother that she gave me cuttings out of her garden. So I've been cultivating this kind of little cactus garden for a long time. I have to go out there. I have to weed it, feed it, water it. Sometimes I got to move it because it's getting too much sun or it's not getting enough water. So this idea of cultivation is, of course, something that we think about in regards to cultivating a garden or a plot of land. It takes time. It takes effort takes energy, right? So stands to reason that if you're a person who's interested in personal transformation, you need self-cultivation. Let's talk about some of the definitions of self-cultivation. According to Wikipedia, my kind of go-to source for quick, easy answers, cultivation is the development of one's mind or capacities through one's own efforts. Self-cultivation is the cultivation, integration, and coordination of mind and body. 
Although self-cultivation may be practiced as a form of psychotherapy, it goes beyond healing and self-help to also encompass self-development and self-improvement. It is associated with attempts to go beyond normal states of being and enhancing and endless polishing of a person's capacities and the development of innate human potential. Wow. There's a lot in that definition. Cultivation, integration, and coordination of mind and body. I would add spirit, too. Self-cultivation may be a form of psychotherapy, but it goes beyond that. It goes beyond healing. It goes beyond trying to come to terms with whatever happened to you. It goes beyond that and becomes a, an attempt to be more than you are now and to see what you can do with your innate human potential. So self-cultivation is a little bit different, it seems, than, than self-development. It seems to be much more powerful than that. What is self-cultivation in Buddhism? Buddhism suggests that we apply the self-cultivation principle by obeying certain precepts, practicing compassion, absorbing wisdom. And the aim of all of this is to see through and overcome the delusion of self. The non-self state is authentic and durable happiness. So what what the heck does that mean? Non-self state. And why? what difference does it make that Buddhism has a definition of self-cultivation. Well, the idea of self-cultivation goes back thousands of years and has a solid foundation in various Asian philosophies such as Confucianism, Taoism, and other Chinese philosophies. It also goes back to the ancient Greek philosopher Epicurus all the way back in 307 BC. So this idea of self-cultivation is very much rooted in philosophy and in particular uh, ancient Chinese philosophies, which is why there's a Buddhism definition of self-cultivation. So this idea of self-cultivation is very much rooted in philosophy. It's about individuality, personal growth, and human agency. What is human agency? It's the idea that we can choose to act to become better. The Cambridge Dictionary uh, definition of self-cultivation is the development of your own mind and abilities through your own efforts. So your own efforts, that's the definition of human agency. So it's obvious that self-cultivation is really important to wise people through the ages, but that doesn't matter. What's important is that it's important to you. And maybe to you, self-cultivation is not important. And that's fine. There's a lot of people out there that feel that way. And to many people, it's not even something they think about. But if you're listening to this, then I'm going to assume that it's something you think about. So you've got to make your own self-cultivation a priority. You have to believe it's worth the time and effort to make yourself better in mind and body. So how do we do that? Well, if we're going out and we're exercising daily, that's a form of self-cultivation. And that is very popular right now in our American, at least West Coast culture, right? There's gyms and gym memberships and Pilates and yoga. And really, I think people are really 
putting a lot more time and attention into their own physical health and fitness. But I think very often we ignore self-cultivation of the mind and self-cultivation of the spirit. Remember the definition, right? Self-cultivation is the cultivation, integration, and coordination of mind and body and spirit. The first century Roman philosopher, statesman, and scholar named Cicero said cultivation to the mind is as necessary as food is to the body. So I think self-cultivation should should involve body, mind, and spirit. Good health in the body, good health in the mind, good health in the spirit. B.R. Ambedkar, the 20th century Indian economist, economist said, cultivation of the mind should be the ultimate aim of human existence. I don't know if I agree with that, but I think cultivation of the mind is pretty darn important. So what is good health in the mind? It's right thinking. Thinking thoughts that benefit you and make you better. Cultivating a healthy spirit, in my view, means connecting to yourself, who you are beyond your identifiers of name, gender, circumstance. Connecting to what's important to you, what is meaningful to you. And of course, two very important ways we do this is through meditation and prayer. So we can agree that self-cultivation involves body, mind, and spirit. So how do we make that happen? Well, the first thing you need to cultivate is self-discipline. If you don't have that self-discipline, nothing will happen because you need to discipline yourself to take daily actions towards self-cultivation. I mean, if it sounds like a good idea, but you're not doing anything, that's not self-cultivation. So we must take daily actions for self-cultivation. Gordon B. Hinckley, the religious leader and author, said, cultivate within yourself the mighty power of self-discipline, the discipline to take daily action. Remember, small hinges swing big doors. The little things we do daily make a huge difference in our life. Daily exercise daily meditation, daily learning, daily self-improvement. You must develop and cultivate self-discipline so that you can do the daily actions consistently. They're going to make you a better person. Next, and I think this is so important, you must cultivate self-worth. You have to feel your worth putting time and effort into. If you're hopeless or you think you're too far gone down the road of failure, You're not even going to try. So cultivating self-worth might also involve self-forgiveness or self-acceptance. You have to stand in the place of, I'm worth putting my own time and effort into. And finally, I think courage is something that needs to be cultivated too. The courage to set a goal of transformation. The courage to try new things. I have a client that recently went to an ayahuasca retreat. Now, when I first met this client, he was the last guy that I ever thought would go on to an ayahuasca retreat, but he did. And he came out of it changed. So he was willing to try something new. Coming to hypnotherapy was something that was totally new for him, but he was courageous 
It's one thing I can say about this guy. He was willing to try different things. And he got some results from going to this ayahuasca retreat. And I'm not uh, saying you should do that, but trying new things takes courage. Finally, cultivate cultivate the idea that you're here for a reason, even if you don't know what that is. Cultivate the idea that your self-cultivation makes you ready to make a contribution that only you can make. Maybe it's a contribution in your job, family, or community. Or maybe you don't know. But believing this gives meaning to life and a reason to make the effort to cultivate yourself. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed this podcast on the idea of self-cultivation. I invite you to sit down and think about this, reflect on this. If you journal, take some time journaling. How can I cultivate myself? What's important to me? Set some goals, right? Maybe it's I want to read more or I want to get another degree, right? Or I want to learn more compassion or more patience, right? So have a direction for yourself, cultivation. Actually write it down and have it as a daily philosophy. So that could be your daily philosophy. My philosophy is I cultivate myself daily, just like I go out there and water my wonderful little plants and take good care of them, right? So there you go. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast today. I hope you found it helpful. If you want to get in touch with me, you want to go to tedmoreno.com. And if you click on the contact menu, you can send me an email. I do offer a free 30-minute phone consultation to answer your questions, uh, talk about what's ailing you, and find out if hypnotherapy is right for you. And if it is, then we can schedule a phone consultation. TedInYourHead.com is where you want to go to find out previous episodes of my podcast. And I'm a lurker out there on all the usual social media outlets. Stop by and say hello. And in closing, let me leave you with a quote by Voltaire, another philosopher, who said, we must cultivate our own garden. So get out there and pull out those weeds of negativity, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take good care, and thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.